Well, hello there, folks, and welcome to Whitfield. It's a podcast brought to you exclusively by TapeRight.com. I'm your host, Sam Whitfield, recording here at NGC Studios here in Florida. And folks, today is a very special podcast episode for me because I'm recording this podcast on my 22nd birthday, folks. That's right. It is January 17th, 2017, and I am 22 years old today. And hopefully by the time you hear this, or shall I say by the time I have it posted, it will still be January 17th, although if you're listening to this afterwards, that's cool too. But folks, I just wanted to make this podcast episode because I first of all want to just thank all of you who have sent me uh, birthday messages on Facebook and Twitter and other forms of social media today from close friends and family and also friends and acquaintances that I've over the last nine years because of my podcast. And it really means a lot to me that you all have taken the time out of your busy schedule to write to me and to say something nice on my birthday. And I I realize that it is Facebook mostly, and I realize that people do the happy birthday thing on Facebook a lot. We, We do it daily almost for someone we know who has a birthday. But still, it means a great deal to me because, um, like I said, I've I've just met so many incredible people uh, due to the podcast and due to my blog, many of whom who have, in fact, become close personal friends of mine. Uh, Dan Sandini is one of them. In fact, Dan um, recently moved here to Florida. He's... Um, a Floridian now. Also, uh, Leo Stratton, who is a friend of Dan's, but also a friend of mine. Um, we have the great Michael Housem, who is the host of House Rules with Michael Housem. He's been another guest on this show. Christian Blatt, host of the Blackcast, who has not been on my uh, podcast yet, but he is certainly a friend of mine that I've met via the Dennis Miller show and just an all-around cool guy and of course there's Mr. Matt Dallas one of my very uh, best friends who I met my senior year of high school um, because he found my podcast via Twitter he lived all the way out in Ohio But we uh, met each other during our senior year of high school online, and we've just become close friends. And he's been on the podcast, too, a couple of times. And um, again, I've met so many incredible people due to the podcast. I apologize if I can't remember everyone's names at the moment, but for all you who have written on my timeline, uh, either on my personal Facebook page or on my uh, show Facebook 
page. I really appreciate it. And of course, a big thanks to my friends and family who have uh, written in as well on my wall. I, as always, I deeply appreciate the love and support I get from my friends and family on a daily basis. And they love me no matter what I do. And I just really appreciate all that unconditional love. All right, folks, so I wanted to just take some time to reflect on 22 and really what I've learned over the past couple years. Because the last few years, some of them have been better than others, but um, for the most part, I've had a bit of a struggle over the past uh, two or three years. First of all, when I graduated high school and uh, moved down here to Florida in 2013, that was a big adjustment for me because I was born and raised in Denver, Colorado and lived there pretty much my whole entire life until the age of 18 when I moved down here to Florida. And then for the first two years or so, I really didn't make any friends, and it was quite lonely uh, down here. And that was really hard for me at first, but I think I grew as a person um, due to that. It taught me to value the friendships that I already had established in Colorado, it taught me to value those a lot more and to value my relationship with family as well. Um, And then within the last year or so, I've met a ton of great people, um, such as my friend uh, Brendan Follis, who I met through my mother, but Brennan is also an entrepreneur of sorts, and he's a fan of the podcast as well. And he and I are close friends. Um, and I've just started to become better at meeting people and interacting with people and expanding my uh, stream of thought. And that's another thing that I want to get to here in a bit that I'll touch on with regards to the podcast itself. But another thing that really challenged me within the last two years talking 2015 slash 2016 was the death of my uh, beloved Uncle Gary on my dad's side. And uh, in fact, if you go back to one of my old uh, podcast feeds, I believe I did a tribute episode of the Whitfield Analysis uh, to my Uncle Gary at the end of 2015. And he meant a great deal to me. He, for those of you who don't know, he was a firefighter for 20 years and 
he was just the kindest, gentlest soul you have ever met. And he, in many ways, he was like a second father to me, in fact. That was how much he meant to me. And he and I were extremely close. And unfortunately, he had a drinking problem um, that after 40 or so years, it just caught up to him. And he passed away at the end of 2015, a week before Christmas, in fact, um, at age 64, which is always uh, too young to go. And so my family had to deal with that. And this was particularly tough for my dad's side of the family, not only because Gary was gone, but also because my uh, my dad also has another brother. I have another uncle, I should say, who passed away in a plane crash um, back in 1989, back in the Sioux City uh, airline crash. And um, he was taken in the prime of his life um, as well. And so my dad and my grandparents have had to bury uh, two sons two sons and uh, two brothers, in the case of my dad and my aunt. And uh, so this past year was just really tough for my family. Uh, 2016 was. But I learned how to really cope with grief in a way that I never um, had had to do before. And I was able to rebuild some burned bridges Um and really, I got just to become close with my family and more specifically with my dad in a way that I never had before. So uh, those are life lessons that I really valued at 21. And, uh, you know, not to mention that 21 was a great age also because I finally... Uh, I'm, I finally became eligible to drink in public at age 21. And so that was kind of fun, um, too. Although I must admit that I'm not that heavy of a drinker, but I do like the occasional beer every once in a while, especially the occasional Guinness. So, um, and as I said, I met some great friends last year in 2016 uh, like Brandon as well. So 2016 was a great year for me overall. I felt and I think 2017 will be a great year for me personally as well. Now, in regards to the podcast, this has been on my mind for a while lately. Where the next evolution of my podcasting career is to go. Folks, when I started podcasting, I was 14 years old, and I originally started my podcast, as many of my listeners know, because 
when I started out in political commentary, there really was no voice for young conservatives or there really wasn't even a conservative movement to begin with. And as I've explained uh, in many podcasts before and in different articles and blog posts I've written over the years, it was really amazing to be a part of the quote-unquote conservative youth movement of millennials to kind of come up through the ranks in this age of social media as it was just all starting and to really get to know each other and get to grow and get to be a part of that. Um, And granted, folks, I know that there are groups like uh, Turning Point USA and the college Republicans who, in terms of activism, were really instrumental in really starting the uh, millennial generation of conservatives. But I'd like to think that in terms of media, I had a small role in that too, Uh, a small but significant role in basically cementing the millennial generation of conservatives as a legitimate movement. And so now that we're established firmly, now that we've pretty much stated our case and now that we have actually had a victory uh, with Donald Trump becoming president, a large percentage of millennials voted for Trump actually, despite what they're saying. It it was 60-40 and 60% voted for Hillary, but 40% uh, voted for Trump, and that was actually a large number, um, larger than they initially projected. So I can consider that a win. But with that being said, with our victory being cemented, I really have been thinking as to where I want my podcasting career to go from here. Because... I mean, I I accomplished my goal pretty much with this podcast, ladies and gentlemen, which was to spread the ideas of conservatism to the millennial millennial generation. And I've pretty much accomplished that. And now that the millennial generation is pretty much all adults, now that we're all in our 20s, my work is pretty much done in that respect. So... If I really wanted to, I could easily just say my work is done is done here and I could hang up the microphone, hang up the blog and, you know, quit everything. Um, and I would have still accomplished what I set out to accomplish. But that's not my style. As it turns out, I've actually had way... Uh, I've had so much fun doing this podcast over the years just because of of the different people I've met. And I began thinking out where the next evolution for this podcast is headed. And I, I really gave some thought about that today. And over the years, I've kind of dabbled in other areas, such as uh, pop culture and movie reviews and talking about music. 
And recently on the podcast, especially recently, personal stories like the one I'm telling you today, uh, personal narrative episodes. And I've really kind of been staying away from politics the last couple of episodes. And it's not necessarily because I dislike politics. Um, obviously, I'm, I'm a political junkie. But with uh, Trump's victory and until the inauguration happens on Friday, there's really nothing to talk about. So I've just been talking a whole bunch of non-political issues as of late. And to be honest, folks, I'm really enjoying that. Uh, so I think I'm going to expand the format of the podcast uh, indefinitely. It's going to be a lot less politics-heavy um, and more of a mix of uh, popular culture, interesting stories, interviews that I've done as always. And don't worry, I'll still be covering uh, politics. We'll still have plenty of political episodes. But uh, originally this podcast started out as being primarily political and that served its primary function. And now I think it's time to just expand the content of this podcast um, and maybe mix it up a little. So with that in mind, I'm going to kind of induct this first episode of the Whitfield podcast slash the Whitfield analysis and answer some non-political questions. And these are some questions that listeners and fans of mine have asked me for a while and this is kind of a tell me about yourself episode and I'm I'm going to kind of um, explain some fun facts and some trivia that you might not know about me so here goes one of the uh, things that a lot of people ask me is why I always tend to dress up in a uh, suit jacket and a sport coat and the fedora and where my influence in terms of style came from. And really, there are three answers to that question. The first answer uh, is really quite cute, looking back on it. When I was uh, five years old or so, my uh, dad always used to dress up in really nice suits and um, whatnot when he was going out on a business trip. And I always thought my dad was so good looking in his suits and whatnot that I wanted to be just like him. So from the time I was in kindergarten... Really up until middle school, I'm not kidding you. I, I was the proverbial kid who would literally wear a suit to school every day. Um, from kindergarten through, well, seventh grade even. Um, I was just always dressing up even in my senior of high school. Um now, as I got older, my style evolved, and uh, obviously, from what some of you have seen of my Instagram pictures and just my picture in general, 
my style is more dress casual now or casual dress or however you want to flip it. Um, I'm more of the modern GQ type style now um, where I wear a lot, lots of nice button-down shirts and sport coats as well. Um, so GQ has also been in, influencing me in, on me in recent years and I kind of have my own mishmash uh, hipster style look. And um, also the the uh, television show Mad Men actually had a huge influence on my uh, personal style as well. Uh, it ran on AMC for eight years and um, it was about the golden age of Adam advertising in New York City in the 1960s and um, all of those ad men were very sharply dressed uh, especially Don Draper the main character and so his kind of look uh, influenced my style as well and then uh, most importantly people have asked me where my love of the fedora hat comes from and um why I wear a fedora. Many people think that I've been ripping off uh, the character of Raymond Reddington from The Blacklist, who's played by James Spader. But in reality, I've been wearing fedoras for far longer than The Blacklist even existed. And really, my influence in terms of the fedora hat uh, came from my love of Frank Sinatra and my love of jazz music. And uh, Frank Sinatra um, was and still is one of the coolest uh, cats ever in terms of his style and dress. And uh, from the time I was young, I just, um, I just really loved... Uh, Frank's sense of style as well as his music and um yeah there's not much else I can say other than I just love the fedora so that's that um and that brings me into a nice segue about what my tastes in music are um for those of you who follow me on social media most of you know that I'm either a big uh classic rock fan, and I'm a big jazz fan as well. Um, however, to be honest, ladies and gentlemen, I really like all sorts of different music as well. Jazz and rock and roll are my two favorites, but I, I'm really not picky uh, either. The only type of music I really don't like is uh, new New Country or Country Western, as they call it. I like Johnny Cash um, and some of the old country music, but other than that, I'm not a big fan. Other than that, I'm a I'm a big fan of classic rock, uh, grunge, punk rock, especially. Um, I'm not a big fan of pop music either, or what they call pop music. Not a big fan of Katy Perry or... Miley Cyrus or um, any of those kind of pop stars, especially not Justin Bieber. Rap, 
Um, I like the idea of rap. And I like some of the old school rap. But after a while, you can only talk about robbing cars and banging hoes for so long before it gets old. So I don't I don't mind the medium of rap. I just think that some of the newer rap um, isn't as good as the old school stuff, much like classic rock. Now, in terms of uh, jazz, I would have to say that that's my favorite genre. And more specifically, I would say that Pat Metheny, the jazz guitarist, is my all-time favorite musician. I've been listening to him uh, since before I even knew what music was as a concept. My dad and my mom have both been huge fans of his. And um, I'm actually going to go see Pat on February 1st with my dad, who's coming out here to Florida to visit me. And we're going to go see uh, Pat perform in St. Petersburg, Florida. So that should be real cool. And I'll have a review kind of of the show in a future podcast. I'm also a big fan of movies and TV shows. Uh, my favorite television show of all time, even though I was blinking on the name earlier, is probably Mad Men, uh, just because of the story and writing. It was really good, and it went on for uh, eight se- seasons, four of which won Emmy for Best uh, Show four seasons in a row, I believe. And um, it's just really well well done. 24 was another favorite of mine, even though that's not on and uh, anymore. And I am excited about the relaunch um, that they're doing with 24 Legacy. I'm not as excited about it with Kiefer Sutherland, um, but I'm optimistic. And... um, And then the show Homeland is another favorite of mine. Anyway, I think that just about covers it for the kind of brief overview of the Q&A questions that many of you had for me. What is your sense of style? What is your favorite type of music? And what is your favorite? What are your favorite shows? And I'm going to be kind of delving into each of these topics more specifically in future episodes, but... For this one, I just kind of wanted to start off with a nice sampler, and I hope you all enjoyed this episode of Whitfield, and uh, I'm going to go continue celebrating my birthday. Tonight, I'm actually going to go see a gentleman who plays with Eric Clapton from time to time on the road. Um, he's a gentleman who lives here in Florida and he plays at one of the local bars here in my area. So that should be, uh, cool to see. And I want to thank all of you for listening to this podcast whenever you're listening. And folks, I want to thank you once again for all the birthday wishes. They mean a lot. And let's make 2017 a great year, shall we? Thank you all so much for listening.
and God bless. Have a great day.